today you will be with me in paradise. Some places on earth sometimes get the nickname paradise. They're usually places that have white sand beaches, maybe some clear turquoise waters, temperatures in the mid-80s, cold drinks, good food. And the world that sneers and jeers today in the gospel notices that this line about paradise is spoken by a guy who's being tortured to death. His body is racked with pain. He's bleeding from everywhere. He's dirty from falling on the ground. And before that, he was even spat upon. He's about to die in agony. So what connection could this guy have with paradise? Well, then the thief with faith recognizes him as Christ the King. And we've seen depictions of Christ the King in artwork. Some very good artwork. I remember my home parish where I grew up at St. Martin's. There's a big depiction of Christ the King over the altar. It's got Jesus on, the, on, the, on his throne with a gold crown on his head. And he's wearing kingly robes. But that's not the only depiction of Christ the King. That's a good one. It's very appropriate. It's good artwork. But then every time we look at a crucifix, we see Christ the King. Instead of a throne, he's on the cross. Instead of gold in his crown, his crown is made of thorns. Instead of princely robes, he's been stripped of everything. So today, today then, we finally get the answer to that question that we ask throughout the whole year many times. Every time we hear about Jesus doing some kind of a curing miracle or feeding a multitude of people, then he says, don't tell anybody I'm the Messiah. And we always ask, why? Spread the good news. Why don't you want us to tell anyone? But now we know. We find his true identity in his gift of self on the cross, being stripped of everything. He's not the Messiah because he cured some people who would eventually get sick again. He's not the Messiah because he raised people from the dead who would eventually die again. And he's not the Messiah because he fed people who would eventually get hungry again. He shows us today his gift of self on the cross, laying down his life that we might have life and have it in abundance. He shows us our model of living, the life of true love as a Christian. Not to save himself, but to save us. So it is good news that his kingdom has come among us. And the Lord also reminds us in many places in sacred scripture that the kingdom is within us. He said it is very near to us. So how then do we extend the kingdom far and wide? We get a great example today in the pattern of the good thief. Notice how the good thief repents. He acknowledges that he deserves death. And then he calls on the name of Jesus. What an excellent pattern for our own lives. He knows the kingdom of Jesus cannot coexist with the reign of sin. We pray every day, thy kingdom come. In the prayer that the Lord taught us, we'll pray it later on here at Mass. As we pray that prayer, may the kingdom grow within us. Jesus tells us that we shall come to him and make our home with him. So he is the king of our hearts. So we enter into these sacred mysteries 
as he showed us how to worship him, do this in memory of me. And the holy mysteries of this Eucharist, we worship Christ, our King. In return, he gives us an abundance of grace, his own life, the life of God, that we might have spiritual strength. The spiritual strength to bear fruit in the world, to give witness that says, yes, Christ is my King. He's the King of the universe. He's the King of the world. He's the King of my own heart. So can people tell that I belong to Christ, the King?